Welcome to Mind of a Football Coach Podcast, episode 19. Today we're going to be talking about program building, uh, something that I believe in strongly as a coach, something I've been a part of at a couple different places, and I think this is a podcast that will help any coach, no matter where you are uh, as a program, if you're at a program that's won uh, for a long time, or if you're at a program that has not been as successful on the field, this podcast will help you uh, make some gains in different areas that I think can help any program overall. Before we get started, I want to just reference a couple things. I just put up a video on YouTube about our 6-1 package that we used uh, this past year to help us uh, win the most games uh, in a decade at uh, Nitro, and uh, that's on YouTube. I also have a link on my blog site, ZachDavis24.blogspot.com. Uh, that's something you can <clears throat> you can access the YouTube video through through my blog site, and then I also have a, a Twitter that I have a bunch of different things I've I've done on there, which is Mind of a Football Coach, <clears throat> and you'll see a whole lot of different posts of of things I've written, podcasts, or just personal thoughts that are on that are on there. So uh, I also want to. Uh, I'll be doing a video on YouTube uh, as well about defending the triple option. Uh, we play a triple option team this year, and I thought our guys did a good job of executing our plan, and that'll be something I'll be putting up here in the future about one way to defend the triple. It's how, it's how we defended it this year. There's always different wrinkles you can have year to year uh, to keep your opponent guessing. I have a lot of respect for the team we played. Um, in the film, you'll see they do a great, great job. Our guys just executed well that night, and uh, something it's something that I hope can help coaches that see wing T um, <clears throat> triple. It's very simple um, concepts that we used uh, to to play uh, a very good triple option team. So, without further ado, I do want to get into what are my thoughts on program building. I've been a part of places that as a player, um, had won a lot before I was a, a player at those schools. Uh, the schools I I played football at, football at in high school have won, gee whiz, something like 20 combined state championships, just something ridiculous. Uh, so obviously they were very, very good before I got there. Uh, we won, I won two state championships as a player in high school, uh, and then I went to East Carolina out of high school, and... Uh, they have been down for a couple years there. Uh, the coach that recruited me actually got fired my redshirt year, my first year up there. I uh, played one more year there under Skip Holtz. Uh, really good coach, excellent coach. Uh, he ended up turning it around. Um, you know, I decided to transfer for uh, personal reasons mainly. I wanted to play a little more. I was undersized offensive lineman, and uh, I just wasn't going to fit into their plan <clears throat> there, so I transferred to Liberty. And Liberty, the year before I'd gotten there, was one and ten. And Coach <clears throat> Coach Rock, Danny Rocco came in. He recruited me there, um, and we went six and five, eight and three, and then ten and two. Uh, my sophomore, junior, and then senior year, we finished ten and two. Um, I started my senior year at left tackle, which was fun. Um, I'm only like six three, give or take. So starting at left tackle. 
uh, at Division One football at six three uh, was a challenge, but it was it was a it was a fun challenge. I, I embraced it. It was my only year playing left tackle, uh, but I really really enjoyed playing there. Um, so you know what did I, I learn as a player about program building? Is first of all, players win games. Um, let's be real. You have to have good good talent uh, to win the football games. But secondly, you can have good players and not be as successful as you should be, right? Or maybe your players, the players are a little worse, but you perform a little better because you're coached up um, maybe better than somebody, somebody else. I remember at Liberty, we played an opponent year after year, and I always thought, man, they had really good talent, but for some reason they just couldn't, they couldn't beat us on a consistent basis. Um, I thought we were really well coached at Liberty. I thought we did things that were simple. I remember when the first uh, day we were going over install uh, at before spring practice, that would have been in 2006, man, that's a long time ago. Uh, in 2006, we were going through the offense, what were the run schemes called and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, man, this is easier than my high school offense. Uh, there were less calls. It was simple. Uh, we let it riff. Now, granted, we had an NFL tailback named Rashad Jennings in the backfield and another player named Zach Terrell, who was another good back. from. Uh, he was actually from Virginia. And we had an offensive line that uh, we rotated like six or seven guys all my three years at Liberty. And uh, we, were, we were really good, really good running zone, inside zone mainly, in power. So again, we were it was simple. We believed in what we were doing, and I also saw that consistency breeds success. Uh, we had the same offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator my three years at Liberty, um, and in high school, you know, my last two years uh, in high school, I was at a school called Trinity Christian Academy, and they've gone on and won. Gee whiz, they have like eight state championships or something like that. But it's been the same head coach. Now the assistants have changed. But the systems are the same, basically, and consistency breeds success when it's done at a high level. Consistency can also breed complacency, um, and I've seen that more as a coach than I saw as a player. But um, I think as a player, what I saw was consistency breeds success, that we had success because we weren't changing offenses every year. We weren't changing defenses. We were getting good at what we could do, and our coaches did a really good job of molding the schemes to fit the personnel. Now, in college, you recruit that. Uh, in high school, <laughs> not so much, unless you're at one of those in one of those states or schools you can uh, you can recruit. Um, but that's not something that we can do here in West Virginia. So um, we just play with what we got. So you know, my philosophy. I'll get into this a little bit about coaching. Um, is that offensively, you find a you find a philosophy and stick with it. Defensively, it's what what dues you have. That's, that's how you do it. But <clears throat> to wrap up what I noticed as a player is um, I, I gained a lot from coaches who um, were just great, excellent teachers. Uh, I was the kind of player, and my offensive line coach at Liberty, he was really in tune to his players, and he understood what made them tick and what didn't make them tick. Um, I remember – he talked. He was talking to me my junior year, I believe it was, and he said, "Zach, um, I understand like that you are your your worst critic, and that I don't have to raise my voice at you because you understand that you've messed up, and um, when you mess up, when you do good, you don't need much praise because you're thinking about what's the next thing." Um, 
and that was it, it was really cool to, to see that um, you know as somebody like, they took interest and they were they were understanding of what I need as a player and that meant a lot to me <clears throat> um, as I finished up playing there um, and I, I saw our whole coaching staff at Liberty do that they were very interested in what makes a player tick they knew the personal backgrounds of most of the players. Um, the offensive line room was very tight. We were very close. Um, and I, I think that that's cool. And um, I remember my offensive line coach, Liberty, Coach uh, Walkenheim, who is the head coach at uh, VMI right now, um, he used to say, you do things out of either love or fear. And I, I, was, I was like, man, that's that's good wisdom. And as a, as a coach, Sometimes you got a hard-headed player, and you got to, you got to, um, you know, get them to, to play hard. Sometimes that takes. I'm, I'm you never want to, you never want to berate a player, um, but maybe a little raised voice here or there to get them going in the right direction. Or you have players that understand they've messed up, and they are very conscientious of their, of their, um, of their play. Now. The one thing I, I did notice, and I love this because I've stole this as a coach, as a player, was effort is a non-negotiable. So if there was ever poor effort, um, that just got replaced. <laughs> and um, when your when your program is good, like the ones I played at in high school and college, um, you know, effort was never a problem. Guys that didn't show great effort usually didn't last very long, or they changed their tune, they changed their effort really really quickly. So as a player. Those are some of the things I noticed, and um, you know, as a coach, right, you get a different different vantage point. As a player, you're you're just thinking about how do I play my best game. I was watching the video of Nick Saban doing press conferences uh, last night, and that's one of my hobbies is getting on YouTube and watching uh, post game press conferences uh, of college coaches because it's good to. To, to kind of just see what they're, what they're thinking after a game. What are, what's the what are the words they're using? Uh, what's their what's their mindset? Uh, Nick Saban obviously is super successful. Uh, I was watching him, watching Gus Malzahn. <clears throat> I watched uh, Urban Meyer. That's a big one I watch about a weekly basis because I want to gain wisdom from from what they are they are saying. And what they talk about <clears throat> is they're trying to get their players just to focus on playing to the best of their ability. Don't worry about win or loss. Um, you know, don't worry about <clears throat> do you love to win or hate to lose. It's how hard and how good can I play? Um, can my level of execution be really, really high? And I thought that was brilliant because as a player, that's all I was thinking about was I got to play my best game to give my team a chance to win. Um, you know, because you're you're most subconscious thought as a player should be of the team. Uh, coach Danny Rocco, who's a coach at Delaware, uh, taught me that, that your most subconscious thought should be of the team. And how do I help the team as a player? It's um, through performance. It's through execution. Now, as a coach, I've been a coach for the last 10 or so, 10, 10 and a half years. <coughs> Excuse me. And what I found is you know, you have to evaluate yourself as a coach on how the whole team performs, which um, is probably why my hair has gone gray. Maybe I've lost a little hair. Um, 
is because you're not just thinking about, as a player, you're thinking about your job, just do my job. If I did well, that's all I can do. But as a coach, you're trying to get a team of whatever size your roster is to perform to the best of their ability on game night. And that's something I think about 24-7, 365. Uh, It is a subconscious thought in my mind about how do I get my team to prepare the bet to play the best they can play during the season. So what does that look like? What are we doing in November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July? So we peak in August and then we stay at that peak through the season. Um, you know, because you got to start fast. In the state of West Virginia, it's a point system. So you got to win as many games as you can, which means you can't just start slow and then work your way up and get better because you got to win games throughout the year. Um, it's not like I'm, when I coached in Georgia and Florida, you had like your region or your district. And those games are the ones that mattered. Every game in West Virginia matters. So you have to get your guys ready. And that's a, a thought in my a constant thought in my mind of how do we do that? That comes, that, that goes, that comes down to what do we do in the weight room? What are we doing on the track? How are we using our flex days, the days we can actually do like football activity out of season? When do we use those? How intense is it? Uh, How does that help our guys prepare? Um, Those are things that all good coaches are always thinking about year round and trying to, I write a lot of things now. I put stuff down on paper. I type it down. I talk to other coaches yeah, paper, right? Woo! There it is. Um, so, you know, we're always thinking about how do we prepare our team to be the best. And X's and O's is a, is a big part of that, obviously. Uh, the weight room is a big part of that. But the biggest part to me is culture. What, it, what does your program look like um, year-round? What are the, the phrases your players are using? What's their work, work ethic like? Uh, for us at Nitro, I talked about in previous podcasts, it's win the day. Be, be great today. Don't worry about yesterday. Don't worry about tomorrow. And then how do you win the day? You do things that are hard and you do them together. That's teamwork and toughness, right? And what's your motivation to do things that are hard? That's E plus R equals O. Event plus response equals outcome. Um, you know, so don't worry about the event. Worry about what you can do. What's your part? How you can execute to help the out to help the outcome be the best it can be. So don't worry about the event; just worry about your response. Then the outcome will be um, what it what it will be. Um, so, you know, sometimes some games uh, you play teams that just aren't as good as you, and you beat them because you just have better talent. Sometimes a team just has a lot better talent than you have, but you're still trying to play to the best of your ability. Uh, I'm never. As a co- as a player, you know, it's always about do we win? Do we win? Right. As a coach, yes, wins are important. Obviously, <laughs> you get hired and fired based on those. Um, but I think it's important that we're just trying to be the best we can be. Um, you know, I've been at places where you're playing a team and you're thinking to yourself, watching film. Oh my gosh, like that team's really good, and we don't quite have the players they have. So what do you do? E plus R equals O, right? That you just events the event is you're going to play that team on whatever date that is. The response is we're going to play our best. Then the outcome is what it is, and then that lets you 
go and play with teamwork and toughness and just focus on winning the day. Um, those are the, the bedrocks of what we do as far as building a program. Just control what you can control, and that's it. Don't worry about anything else. So, you know, as a as an assistant coach, I coached at places that were generally successful. Um, went in the playoffs a bunch as an assistant in uh, Florida and Georgia. I became a head coach in West Virginia. Have not been in the playoffs yet. Uh, I think that's something that's in the very near future. But I took over uh, programs in this in the state of West Virginia that had traditionally struggled for the, not traditionally maybe it's the wrong word but had struggled in previous years and um, you know maybe sometimes you were overmatched with certain opponents or um, you were you were equal with most of your opponents or some of your opponents um, you know so what I found was when I'm trying to build these programs is. If you're trying to beat people that have had more success than you in the previous years, or maybe have a player or two that's um, maybe have a player on their team that's really really good, right? Is <clears throat> I think you try to be unique. Um, you know, for us on defense, uh, we're good after you, good after your rear end defense. Now we're going to play man to man, one zero, uh, play a little bit of zone here or there, but mostly man. Uh, we're going to be really aggressive with our front, make it really simple so our guys play really fast. Uh, I'm not trying to, because I call defense, I'm not trying to outsmart the offense, offensive coordinator on the other team. Uh, what I am trying to do, do, though, is help our guys react faster than the other team can execute. Because uh, they've seen that play with that front call and that coverage, you know, three, four, five you know, six, seven times during the week so they can react faster than the offense is trying to execute the play. Uh, I'm not trying to make a new call to put us in a perfect, perfect position. What I'm trying to do, though, is get our guys to execute really, really, really fast. And for them to ex- for them to recognize formation and then diagnose the play and go make the play. Um, and then offensively, you know, we're a big RPO offense uh, spread, which is <clears> – <throat> Kind of, it's big in the AAA teams in West Virginia, but not so much AA where we are. So that's unique for us. Uh, we spread the field, put people in conflict, and we we roll uh, from there. So the X's and O's piece, um, the advice I would give to people is be unique if you're trying to build a program. And when I say be unique, don't be unsound, but do things that people in your conference don't see every week. So they have to prepare for you differently. Um, and that was something that I've done in both programs here in West Virginia and had some success doing it. We had 3,000 yards offense this year, uh, played the best defense that's been played in Nitro in a long, long time. How I define best defense? Uh, points per game. <laughs> that's what matters, right? Points per game. Um, and it's because we are unique. And we're simple. I mean, we're not like you could fit our our play our play sheets. Me and my office coordinator talk about this a lot. You could fit both of our play sheets on a three by five note note card. Seriously, like one side of it, pretty much, um, because it's simple. Um, sometimes it appears complex, but trust me, there's nothing complex about it. But it's really simple, and we just want to go execute. 
And execution, to me, is the biggest part of building a program, is executing what you have designed to the best of its ability, right? So that weight program or your practice plan or your game plan, that you execute it at a really, really high level, and that is what builds programs. Thank you for your time, and I will upload this as soon as, po- as, soon as possible.